It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You're listening to the Go Birds Pod, a radio.com podcast about your beloved birds. baby it is a very rocky start to this philadelphia eagles season at least in the first half but james seltzer they get through it there's probably a lot of questions uh with the second there's probably a lot of questions with what they're doing with the running backs but there is no question james that carson wentz definitely looks like 2017 not 2018 in his first chance against these Horrible Washington racist. Hello, sir. How are you? The MVP season is underway, John. That, that's how I feel. Look, Carson looked awesome. We Look, I thought they'd have a rough first half. Yep. I thought they'd look a little rusty. Maybe not that rusty, but all that matters is the W. Who yes. cares what, what the score was? Who cares if... Maybe they blew the cover at the end. Nobody cares. We're a little well, one well, and some oh. of us. Some of us care about the cover. All yeah. that mattered. One and zero. Oh. One, one and zero. Oh. Oh. It's one and zero. Oh. Uh, you know. And again, it wasn't. Uh, it wasn't uh, that great. Of, I mean, like there were a lot of people panicking. Uh, I think there was. I mean, there was a little knot in my stomach too of like, what is going on yeah. here? Yeah. But this is kind of. Uh, you know, first half is going to be the new preseason, and I'm fine with that if that means risking, you know, four stupid games versus one half. Um, I was going to get a lot more nervous if they didn't come out in the second half, but let's start with the first half sure. uh, because I didn't know that, uh, man, we got a call on Saturday on Go Birds Radio yes, that was like some dude. suggesting like, hey, you know this... Terry McLaurin guy. Or, uh, uh, you didn't McLaurin even know the guy's guy. name. He's, He's like this like, rookie like, from Ohio State. And it's like we had to look it up. We're like, oh, that guy. It's like, is there a chance that this could be absolutely, you know, kind of something we're overlooking? We're going, no, not at all. Stop. And, of course, that, that was kind of the exclamation point of the first half when Razul Douglas just got absolutely cooked. Sidney Jones got cooked in the second half, too. It just fell, uh, you know, it was, an, it was an overthrow, but... Man, between that and then the way this started with Vernon Davis and just running down the sideline with three guys missing tackles, just oh. running up and then go scores a touchdown, started crying because his grandfather passed away. Salute to you, sir. But Jesus, I mean, that was 
secondary is kind of the biggest problem in the first half. Well, and the push. Uh, for some reason, uh, Eric Flowers and Donald Penn look good in the first half. I yeah. don't know how that happens, yeah. but ultimately got the push in the second half. And, and really, everyone just, look, I thought this would happen. It just was way more scary in the moment than we expected it to be. But again, look, the I think you just honestly, legitimately, I think you can really throw that first half out. I, I, I don't think there's anything to take away from it. Yeah. They just came out flat. You know, we expect them to come out flat, not that flat. It was extra flat. Washington came out with a little juice, caught him by off guard, kind of punch him in the mouth. Second half showed you what type of football team this is. Came out deliberate drives, smart football. The defense played so much better. Adjustments were made. Doug was, I don't know what the hell Doug was doing Doug for was a while. horrendous in the first half. Unbelievably bad. Horrendous. I mean, the, the third and one uh, Sproles sweep type play was awful. Yeah. The screen Quick pass to Deshaun in third and 10 was, you know, was just was. awful. Doug just looked out of sorts. Didn't look like the Doug Beers that we know. Came out in the second half. The line gets going. The running game gets going. Wentz makes a few magic type plays that we like to see. It was a, uh, whew, exhale. Yeah, I'm exhale. literally, I mean, I am literally exhale. sweating. Yeah, so me I can't, too. Me I can't too. deny that. Took a lot uh, more out of me than I, I expected to. But I, I will good. say that though. I think the, and this is, we got to peg this down kind of like right away. Do we like Darren Sproles or do we not? Because leading up to this game, everybody was really excited that Darren Sproles was back and like, oh, and then as soon as he gets out there and he was, you know, kind of the lead back, at least for the majority of the first half. Yeah, most everybody carries, starts, most yards. What's wrong with that? There's nothing wrong with going to Darren Sproles here. And there's this weird myth that Darren Sproles like, and Doug Peterson are buddy-buddy so much that it throws off the entire rest of the offense, and that's why it can't get going. It's, it's simply not true. Like, there was – especially when he got – in the second quarter, he had a you know kind of led them to, to that first uh, kind of touchdown drive that they had there. So that's that to me is just what you're going to get with uh, a rookie running back that unfortunately got his touchdown taken away. Sorry, buddy. Wasn't but we a, saw some of the yeah. burst there, some saw of the excitement. And look, Jordan Howard, man, I I did not get a ton of reps. Obviously, kind of closing it out at the end, but. Every time that dude ran hard, yep. made made a lot out of nothing at times. I, I look, I think that you can wonder kind of what they were thinking with why certain backs were on the field, but ultimately at the end of the day, they got it done and yes. they were able to move the ball on the ground. The line started getting cooking a little bit. Again, I, it's just so hard to take anything away from that first half. They just looked like they got punched in the mouth and they weren't ready. They definitely did. And they came out in the second half and they went on a twenty-five zero run until the end of the game, like. <laughs> They, you know that last touchdown was meaningless. Who you know who cared? Meaningless for most. Yes, I I didn't gamble yes. on the game, so yes. easy for me to say that. For most, but it, it just looked you know twenty five nothing in the second half until that that meaningless touchdown. So, but I got I do have a question though. Sure. How in the fuck is Donald Penn and Eric Flowers? I have to say it. They played good. They played really they played well. Good, and I I don't know if that is. See, I think that's still a. A, a takeaway as of now. You worry a little bit about the D-line. That's something to think about. For sure. Well, and especially, forward. we'll see what happens. Malik Jackson carted off at the end, which is... Not good. With the game kind of out of hand yeah. there is really not good. But, yeah, I think if you're looking to nitpick, if, and again, I think you have to be happy with that second half performance. I think you feel good. I think you, like I said, almost throw the first half away. But yeah. on the whole, if you're looking at one thing to kind of come out and be like, all right, well, we need to see a better performance... It was definitely the D-line, the, the lack of ability to get pressure on Case. They were better in the second half, for sure. 
But considering the quality of line they're going up against, yeah. I think that's a bit of a worry for sure. Uh, Dave Sylvia uh, asking, I mean, I think what's on everybody's minds too, and I alluded to it, is like, who do you feel more comfortable right now in the backfield? And I don't have an answer to that yet. Mm -hmm. Like, if you're going to say anybody, I guess it's Darren moving forward. But this is kind of like, you know, either... I mean, look, yeah, I, I think we can't take it away from today. Miles Sanders no. looks like he has the most talent. Darren right. Sproles is clearly one that trusts the most. And Jordan Howard, run for run, was the best today, I would say, in terms of just Definitely. what we saw with our eyes, ability to kind of take something and make something out of it. So, look, I think it's a good problem to have. You have yeah. three guys who you came out of today. And look, Corey Clement, we barely saw it all. Yeah, right at the end. And there's a guy who, at least as Eagles fans, I think we all feel a level of trust with a guy who <laughs> yeah. did what he did in the Super Bowl. So... I think it's a really good problem to have. They have four backs. Theoretically, you can feel comfortable getting the ball in different situations. Yep. So, I, look, I don't. I think if you're looking at it from a fantasy perspective, you're like, I have no idea what to do. From a real-life perspective, I think it's a good problem to have. Yeah, and I, I'll say to Jordan Howard's point, like we were even commenting on it during the game where you're sitting there and going like, Dude, this guy looks so much like, different. Dude, they hate this guy. What is going on? Camp. Give him the ball. Well, that too, and like you, and the the glaring thing to me was that third and one pitch to Darren Sproles when everybody started getting really upset. Right, and a few valid. a few short yarded situations yeah. at the goal line. Miles Sanders in. You're expecting Jordan Howard to be out there, and he wasn't. So, he, like, because we, I think we did that with like. Josh Adams last year, and there's a couple other big bruisers that came here. Like, where's LeGarrette Blunt on some of these? And I think that was kind of re resembled some of those calls that happened to be in there. But there wasn't a, a uh, I, I can't remember a carry that Jordan Howard had that he didn't move the pile, even if it was like yeah, no, I don't think he had a negative yardage play all game. Like he got even if there was nothing there, he got two, three, four yards out of it. Uh, so. I mean, I, I would have to say that I would, if you had to put a gun to my head, I'll say, give me Jordan and give me Darren Sproles and bring Miles along. And I'm sure that'll all change in a, another week or two anyway. But um, like James was saying, like there's there's not a lot of uh, a ton that you can take away from that first half in terms of what they're going to do. I don't even think that they're going to use Darren like that's the honest. I, I think this is just a, a matchup that they saw that they, you know, liked early and they thought that they could go and do it and. That I think I think the real takeaway, and we're burying the lead. We mentioned yeah. at the top, the biggest thing that you should take away from this game is that Carson Wentz looked fucking awesome. Oh my Carson God, Wentz yes. looked awesome. A little, you know, early on, little timing issues and whatnot, but we see that big throw to Deshaun at the end of the first cool. half. By the way, Deshaun Jackson. Dude. Deshaun Jackson. Dude. We all knew they were coming, and they got two of them. Two deep ones to Deshaun. But I think, if nothing else, regardless of anything else, the m most important thing that happened today was Carson Wentz looked like the guy we saw in 2017 yeah. and not the guy we saw last year. Really, it was funny because that Washington game last year, I felt like was really the only game we saw that Wentz at all. You know, kind of that yep. ability to, to make magic happen, get away from things, make these really pinpoint, accurate, beautiful throws on the run. We didn't see that a lot last year at all. We saw it in that Monday night game against Washington, the game that uh, Zoe was born during. By yes. the way, just and saying. By the, I want to point yes, out, important. Zoe Seltzer was also burying the other lead. Yes, was asleep during the first half. She woke up during the second half. I don't think that's just a coincidence. Uh, it's obviously it's not. I mean, <laughs> let's be real. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that first Deshaun touchdown is exactly one. We needed it so bad, too, yeah. in that moment. Down 17 Yo, nothing. It was yes. like, please, God. May I ask another question? Does Carson Wentz throw an accurate deep ball or not? Oh, oh, oh he does? Oh. oh, that's fucking amazing. Does he have one of the best uh, deep ball 
uh, threats and also ball trackers in the league. He's unbelievable. And I said, oh, okay, that's amazing. How, How that is this Sean Lee exactly the same? Out. He leaves for it's, five years. He looks, looks like exactly the same. It's, it might be better. Like, he's a route yeah. runner. Yeah, he went some nice route running early on with the short passes. Like, he was involved across yeah. the board. I, wow. From everywhere. And, Deshaun. And this is something Deshaun. that me and Elliot had thought it wasn't crazy that Deshaun Jackson could indeed by numbers and paper be the, you know, leading wide receiver on this team. And again, there's still a lot of mouths to feed. This is a, clearly a matchup where you've got a banged up secondary for the most part, uh, uh, an, an okay one, I guess you can say after you get to that front seven and man, that first ball, I mean, it was beautifully placed. It was right there. Deshaun didn't have to do anything. Oh, the it's second perfect. one, the second one, my God, that's the Doug I know. That's the Doug I know to go ahead and say, oh, single high? Okay, cool. Well, they well, could have two touchdowns, yes, him or Aguilar. Either one could have been a touchdown. <laughs> Wentz just chose to throw it to Deshaun. Either guy could have had a touchdown. What? And I play. forgot the safety on the play. What Landon are Collins. You? I think it was oh, Landon Collins. Landon Collins? Oh, it wasn't. Okay, it wasn't. Uh, I, uh, why, if if at all, like whatever, it's going to be. But go cover Deshaun. Yeah. Why? Oh, I don't know what you're Nelson doing there. I don't know what you're doing there. I don't whatever. care if Nelson's going to be wide open. You take the shot that Nelson will miss a wide yeah. open ball. Deshaun's not going to. But I think that's the – you're right. The biggest takeaway from this game is there's nothing wrong with Carson Wentz. Oh, wow. How fucking great does that Carson feel? <laughs> hey, Elliot. None. Elliot, did, did he look good today? Did he look, did he look healthy? Did he look good? Yeah. And this is this, this is something that would have been bothering me throughout the offseason too is just – He's gotta, you know, he's gotta play a different game, or he's gotta stick in this pocket, or like all these weird things. Like, are you gonna change your game? No. Why would he? That is a better version of what we saw in 2017. It's a lot smarter. It's hanging, hanging, hanging. Yeah. Not there. Okay, move on. And uh, even though they were annoying me in the first half, he did take the check. Down. Well, he did exactly what everybody huge. wanted, and it's it huge. slowed the offense down. I, I believe that big time. The second half. He didn't As, force it. It was huge yeah, to not force it. Pam Oliver and saying and talked to Doug Peterson saying, you know, hey, uh, I, I'm i going to let the, the chains off or whatever it is for Carson. And he did. There's no chains that need to be on Carson Wentz at all. He's smart enough to know the situation. He's smart enough to know what to do. Uh, I, I think at this point he's learned, obviously, he just signed a large contract. Everybody's talking about injury history. Everyone's talking about injury prone. And he did everything Right today, I can't think of one instance, even when they were struggling, that I go, can't have that. No, can't do this, can't do no, that. No, a couple throws were off, but but yeah. agree, decision making wise, zero complaints. And um, uh, just from the beats and what they tweeted too, I mean, there was uh, a lot of people saying the wide receivers weren't getting open early, so that's kind of like you're sitting there and going, I don't know. And as we're recording this and Saquon. watching this, Saquon Barkley just ran one for eighty yards, and so like on top of. Uh, you know, all of the hype between what we've been talking about with the Eagles, with the Cowboys, to have the Giants maybe come out. Yeah. It's the same thing. Like, I'm telling you guys, bad organizations, weird things happen during the first couple of weeks of football, especially with, you know, you can throw the preseason crap in there if you want to, but this is what happens. Like, there is no better level playing field in the NFL than the first two, three weeks of the season. Especially now, like we've talked about with the way the off-seasons are run and the yep. you know the way rosters are built, the incentivizing, they play young players on, on cheap contracts and stuff. There's less continuity. But with that in mind, and, and to your point about Washington coming out strong, 
we have to step back and give the Eagles a lot of credit too for yeah. today, you know, because the fan base is panicking. Everyone's panicking. The Eagles stayed calm. They stuck to what they do. They came out. They were methodical, like you talked about, not trying to force things. Yeah, nope. they got a big play to Deshaun, but they didn't try to force things. They played their game. They stayed calm in a moment where a lot of people were freaking out. And they a really. A lot of people were freaking And by the way, stay out of the mentions. Okay? <laughs> All right. They still won. They took care of business. Oh, yeah. Yeah, of course we all expected a blowout. And sure, should we have listened to Elliot Moore? Yeah, probably. He said 24-17, whatever. By but the way, they were still pretty fucking close were. to covering, all oh, right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> let's not get too carried away here. Yeah, the backdoor cover just kills everybody. But, you know, this is this is to be somewhat expected when it when things go wrong. And bad teams will allow those, allow those really bad Absolutely. turns of momentum to just sink them and... Yeah, if if it did, man, we would be having a much different show right now, and uh, we'd be going like, "Oh my God, this is this team is." Thank God, uh, because what a, I, again, I Excel want to do that. <laughs> I did not want to do that. Let I me expected tell you. it, but still, thank God. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I, uh, I I I do think though the the biggest thing between you know getting to Carson, seeing Deshaun, um, I thought the the O line. Uh, really struggled there for the first again that the first couple of drives that they just didn't have their kind of continuity thing together and I don't I don't really exactly know what Lane was doing on a couple of them I think Kelsey got blown up on a, a mm -hmm. couple of times I can't wait to kind of go back and rewatch this to be honest with you to see what happened uh, but um, you know even they kind of got it together towards the end and man uh, Doug knew it too and I think this is this is what makes him such a great coach is, yeah, we all wanted Carson to get right back out there and keep throwing the ball just like James was saying and, you know, go force a, a, a big play just to see it because we need it. He didn't do that at all. He goes, you know what we're going to do on this drive? We're going to run the fucking ball. We're going to get our O-line going, which was huge. Going. And that was, a, that was a big, big, big turnaround. I thought that was Doug's best, you know, decision of the day. Well, to your point, it, they're a good football team, and like we said, they didn't panic and stuff. And I, it's funny because I'm watching a Baker Mayfield commercial right now on TV, <laughs> and it's funny because at halftime, and the Browns were only down twelve six at the half, but yeah. there were two fan bases that were really angry. The Browns fan booed their team coming off the field. Yep. Eagles fans booed their team coming off yep. the field. One team is a great organization that has done it before, and they came out. They were calm. They didn't panic. They played their game. The other one. It just got worse and worse and worse. I don't think that's point. a coincidence. You no, know? not at all. And the same thing, because you could, I mean, I've even said it before, after the draft and you're looking at the Browns, uh, it is, uh, uh, oh man, well, we'll get to that in a second, as uh, Casey Young was just showing me an update on Nick Foles. I'm sure you guys have heard that by now. Um, but uh, I... Uh, what was I saying? You talk about the Browns <laughs> versus the Eagles, these oh, organizations. Right. So, like, you're looking at them, and in terms of talent, it is the almost you could make an argument be like hey man you know skill position wise they got a good quarterback mm -hmm. their o-lines but their defense is really risen and that's the whole difference between culture talent doing it being there before not yep. being there before i mean this isn't the 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 browns got their asses handed to them oh, big by time. the tennessee titans big and it's time. not like Mar marcus Mariota in had cleveland a, yeah in cleveland in their house yep. and the same thing and look at what's happening in chicago the same thing they haven't figured out how to win they've ignored a lot of their their deficiencies they don't really know what's it or at least it seems in the first week that they don't really trust one another yet they're trying to f figure things out these guys go hey we're playing like shit against the team that we shouldn't be doing that and then boom yep 
everything turns around from that moment, and it was like a hurricane. It was what almost uh, uh, you know uh, unanswered for the entire. Well, they, half. they had the lead seven minutes into the third quarter. Yeah, seven minutes into the, an Eagles team that was down twenty-one seven or twenty-seven at the half. Yep, seven minutes into the third quarter, they were up twenty-one twenty. It was methodical. It was. Walk down the field, touchdown, stop the Browns, walk down the field, touchdown. It was just like that. And then from there, you you knew it. You felt it. We all breathed a sigh of relief because we're like, all right, we're winning now. Right. But it just felt like the game was over. You didn't want to say it because we just saw first half where That's you're like, right. oh, God, what is happening? But in the moment when they took that 21-20 lead, it just felt like, okay, they're winning this game. As we thought they would, but it felt like this is over. And it was because they, they just were like, all right, we're better than them we are a better football team we're not executing we're not playing our game they went out they executed they did what they did they did what they do and then it was easy yeah and uh and that's kind of uh, by the way giants up seven nothing as well this, this is turning into a, a much enjoyable sunday afternoon as uh yeah unless it, you're a jags fan. Yeah, unless you're a jags fan and uh yeah i mean nick Foles bro- broke his clavicle man man it sucks that, it really sucks i don't terrible. know i know there's been a, a segment of Eagles fans that you know are like good riddance and the, everyone loves Nick for what he does. absolutely he's a, yeah. we all agree he's a legend I my maybe yeah. my favorite of you all, Eagle of all time I love him that much but um I am not of that segment I am of the segment of if I was rooting for the Jags if the Eagles weren't playing I'm like I wanted to see Nick Foles be successful down there and keep doing what he does yep. I fucking love that guy yep. This sucks, man. Yeah, it no, just it really does. sucks. It's but, just a bummer. And and this is not like, I think it was, or at least to me, it's a wake up call because you you tend to forget, man. Nick Foles has been through a lot of injuries in yeah. his career. Look, yet again, he won't play sixteen games. And I, yet again, I think that's his same clavicle that he broke. I believe it was same when, side when Mark Sanchez came in and the Houston mm-hmm. Texans yep. in two thousand fourteen. So you're just going like, man. That's but here is. Here's the silver lining with that, and I just want to give a quick shout-out to Nick, is you came in here, you won a Super Bowl, and you got paid. Mm-hmm. You know, and yeah. you should have yeah, been getting thank like, God. You, yeah. you deserve more money Good for that. him. So even if this is like, I- I'm good, which also wouldn't surprise me because this is... I'm not expecting that. I'm but, not expecting yeah. it either. I'm just saying it wouldn't surprise me either. But um, it's, uh, it, 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 it's just crazy and uh, ironic almost that we spent... So much time worrying about Carson Wentz yep. and his health. Yep. And on Absolute. the first I, I, game of the first week of the NFL season, Nick Foles is out indefinitely. The irony did not escape me, John. Yeah, I thought yeah. about it. Yeah. I thought about it. You're and going, I, you know, whoa. Yeah. No, I, I really thought about it. And, and, you know, people just wanting Nick to be here and this and that. And then, like, it, yes, it's impossible yeah. to ignore that. Like you just kind of like it's you go, holy shit. Yeah. You know, and uh, I we hope that Nick, you know, recovers um, in time and into play a little in the season. I don't know what happens uh, to the Jags, but the Chiefs didn't help them out today by any means. Patrick Mahomes still good. Still good, huh? by the way. Just yeah. one. Where's that? One. I, I was told there was regression coming. <laughs> yeah, That's well. what I was told. Is that not coming? Yeah, Is that gonna, not happening? It's going to be waiting a while. Maybe there's going to be a regression with Baker Mayfield though. Might have to mm-hmm. eat some crow on that one. But um, yeah, I. I uh, uh, what did you think of the of the corners today? Because that was. On everyone's mind, sure. I think, again, this is going to be a continuing theme where you look at one guy and everybody picks a guy, and who is everybody's favorite guy? Razul Douglas. Yep. And what happens to Razul Douglas? Mm-hmm. Burnt. I'm not taking away. It's Sidney Jones. I planted my flag there. What happens? He could have gotten easily. If that if that ball was anywhere near uh, Terry's hands, that's a touchdown. So 
Uh, I just think I, I don't know what it is. I think it's easy to say this is the problem with Jim Schwartz's defense, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But uh, I, I almost want to just I, I I don't even really have a take on it yet. I just think this is week one. They got they got. I agree. You know, I think it's week one again. I think that first half. Look, everyone looked bad in that first half. It just yeah. wasn't a good half of football. They played better in the second half. Still some issues. Look. It's Ronald Darby's first football game in a while. Right. On that end. I, I'm willing to give well, him a little time. I thought was the most impressive Actually played guy out him, there. Yeah. yeah. And look, Sidney Jones, first football game in a little while. Uh, Rasul, you know, that's a worry. But again, that's the type of thing that you know is a risk with Rasul. He can get beat by a fast dude. It has happened before. It will yeah. probably happen again. So I'm not panicking or anything like that. And again, I think part of it, too, had to do with the lack of pressure the front was getting. So I think there are explanations for it. It was a tough day, especially early on. But again, it was not a an exciting performance against a low, you know, a low tier group of of receivers for Washington. No one you're really scared of. Yeah, you're not excited about it. But again, I think it's as much week one type stuff as anything right now. Yeah, me. and so and so do I. And uh, there's a couple of scares in there too. You know, like Maddox goes out and mm-hmm. goes back to the locker room. You're not sure why, and they're like, okay, so it's going to get an IV for cramps. But that's that's what I want to point out too, and at least early. A lot of people plan their. Flag. I mean, we planned our flag on Avante Maddox sure. being like, "Oh, he's the best corner." But again, it's it was a small sample size and a very rushed time. And he, when the bell rang, like he obviously came to it. But this is you have to see the consistency with these guys. And as the game went along, uh, obviously it did. Um, but I uh, and Sydney had a had a, a really good breakup today. Mm-hmm. To kind of like really just cut off the momentum completely yep. uh, of when uh, you know the Eagles were trying to go up and and just put this thing away. Um, other smartest decision, and I thought Doug Peterson going for two to make it twenty nine twenty ballsy. You Very don't ballsy, see that. But... You don't see that a lot, especially because you know obviously a, a eight point lead. You know you have to make him get a two point conversion if they tie it. I think that was a spot where, and look, it is smart if you get it. It's clearly very smart. I thought it was a spot where Doug felt the momentum and felt we we just ran all over these guys. Yep. We own these guys right now. Let's just fucking go for it. I got a good play call. I, I That was what it felt like, and I trust Doug to make those calls. He has been so good with these types of decisions in the past. I trusted him in that spot, but I was surprised. I was definitely yeah. surprised. Surprised, and uh, I'm surprised that I, well, when it first happened, I was like, oh, Darren didn't get in. Yeah, and, and then, then a little got sec- in. Yeah, well, it was a great play call, and he still slipped a little and was yep. able to get in, but... When you think about it rashly, look, it does make a lot of sense. You have a chance mm-hmm. to make it a two-score game. The upside of nine versus the downside of seven is high enough to do it, but I think it was a lot based on the momentum and the and the moment, and I love that. What do we call that? Analytics, people. <laughs> they work. They fucking work, okay? Yeah, well, the Eagles won a Super Bowl thanks to analytics, <laughs> or partially. It was certainly a bit involved. All the baseball fans out there. That you know, yeah. kind of get a little crazy about, that with about the it. other team that's going on, and I understand it's not great, but this is when when I, I think that's the most. And when we talked to Warren Sharp on Saturday, and kind of he made even that point of it's consistently ahead, 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 and even looking at a guy like Doug in his entire career, and you go, mm-hmm. "This is an analytics guy right here," <laughs> but like I wouldn't, I wouldn't be shocked at all. Like if this is a continuing theme, the fourth downs again. 
even though that they they missed one, right? Or my misremember? Yeah, they missed one. Yeah. Uh, in the in the early open. Oh and yeah, then, yeah, yeah. And then it was just they did. You know, in the red zone. Yeah, it would have been a forty-six yard field right. goal. They decided to go for it, yep. which was a surprise as well. Which I don't think was an indictment on Jake. Obviously, it's no. just like no, we need to go and score. points. We need to get going here. But and I love that. That was yeah. not the situation, but the the. Don't ever do anything but sneak the ball in a short situation yeah, ever seriously. again. It works every time. He's, so it's, it's like Brady. We always talked about Brady in that situation. Wentz is amazing at it. I think Carson's better better than Tom. I mean, he's <laughs> he's just as big. I mean, Tom is like great at it. But I I, look, the point is, is... Can I just have one works. thing over fucking Tom Brady in my lifetime? <laughs> yeah, Jesus it's called Christ. Super Bowl 52, John. <laughs> Super Bowl 52. All right? Come on. Uh, but, yeah. And Super Bowl 54. Four? Is that what it's going to be? Yeah, it's yeah, Super 54, 54. Two, so we'll get that one, too. So the rubber match, as you like to call yes, it. Yes, so, the trilogy. Uh, I, I think it's it was really impressive for Doug and Carson and how they turned it around. I think they obviously get a couple of game balls, but, I mean, just back to Deshaun and feeling oh. damn good. And as soon as that hype video came out, and it, like you just felt the energy. And, like, I'm so happy that Deshaun Jackson is on this fucking football team. I can't tell you how much that is going to change the rest of the offense once it finally gets its legs underneath it. Oh, my goodness. And Deshaun doesn't even have to do that, although I do appreciate the 36 fantasy points on my team. <laughs> I, I, it, it is uh, like going to find... And the, the one thing that was glaringly crazy about this, Zach Ertz... I don't. I don't. I, he had I a couple big finals. plays. A couple big couple plays there. Plays. A couple monster plays. But yeah, not, not ta- over targeted. We had that big thirty-yard catch where he kind of stumbled and stayed in bounds. That was awesome. That big catch towards the end. Um, yeah, I mean he's so sure-handed. But it was very interesting. Look, I think that goes back to the whole thing we talked about. Carson Wentz surveying the field and throwing the ball to the right guy, not forcing it to anyone. Just saying, all right, you're open. You're open. You're open. Oop, the Sean's open. Let's go. Like that's what it's about. Like it, that is the whole point of this offense is you have so many guys who are talented don't force it to anyone and that was really great to see and to your point man i look i don't ever remember coming into a game and saying oh this one thing is definitely gonna happen <laughs> and then it fucking happened twice like we were like a deep ball to sean is the a lock of the century they're gonna score a yeah. deep touchdown to sean and he did fucking twice like twice. I, it's just crazy it's awesome um i uh oh oh Nice. Quinn Ritter uh, joining us. And if you're hey, listening to us on the replay, we'll always guy. be live on Periscope from my here on guy. out. But letting me know that my other boy in the AFC South, the true winner, the true division winner, Jacoby Brissett, just fucking oh, sexy. Uh, as uh, I'm also enjoying right now that Jason Witten being on the field. It's like, unbelievable. It's so, I can't even. I know it was only a year, but like he looks so different and weird uh maybe it's the hair piece that's under his helmet i have yeah, no just idea that you know it's under there now <laughs> um but yeah and even dallas goddard you know like kind of there yeah i don't one they, catch I, I think i'm i would be shocked to say and even coming out in five wide and just going start yeah, the game it, we're yeah. just gonna do it like this uh again i think it's just a matchup deal and where they thought they could go and win josh norman um Thought did a pretty good job with mm-hmm. with Alshon, but it's just those scramble plays in which Carson like really found him. And I can't believe it. was that really they gave him a, a they gave him a run. They called her. It was really close. <laughs> it looked like it could be called that way. I wasn't sure which way they were going to go. I was hoping he'd get the fourth touchdown yeah, pass there, but yeah. uh, you know to add to the MVP campaign at the end and all that. But um, yeah, I look. I'll take it. Whatever it is, Alshon is. Uh, you you forget how 
good he is with the because there are so many contested catches. But how good he is at snatching the ball and then and then after the catch as well, he's really a uh, uh, he's not fast, but he just has a way of moving that's like um, almost like a. Uh, like a, some sort of like running across Like the, me when I wake up and people look at me and be like, there's no way you can run a five. That's exactly it. Do, yes. Like, oh, my yes. God. Just like that. Like he just it feels <laughs> like he's like lumbering, but somehow he's taking up yeah. so much ground and he just yeah. is hard to bring down. He's fun to watch, man. Yeah, I guess we can bust the uh, the Carson throws the Ertz too much after yeah, one week of so. uh, 2018. Right. Which is. Uh, I, I, and that's what's generally shocking. Like, they were in 11 personnel a lot, and that doesn't surprise me overall because it's – I mean, Doug runs it like he invented that too. So um, I, I thought it was a really good distribution kind of all around. Didn't really see uh, too much of uh, Nelson today. And, again, we're just in the, a lot of mouths to feed. But, I mean, I, I the, the overreaction to this is maybe there is something with – Alshon and Deshaun that is that is gonna continue to burden or not burden but uh no burden burden 12 personnel from happening if you're gonna have that type of success um I don't think that Deshaun's gonna have two 50 plus yard uh catches every game but uh I think when that's moving you're gonna move away from 12 personnel you want to spread out these defenses as as much as possible um and and just looking ahead to atlanta i i can't wait to rewatch that because the vikings are they got their took care of business how about this this one the vikings beat the falcons on a day where they called 10 passing plays the vikings only threw 10 times i I think they only threw nine and called 10 passing plays congratulations mike zimmer Zimmer must be (laughs) the happiest this is how i want to do this is football This is football. You run the ball, Kirk Cousins. You're paying Kirk Cousins eighty four yeah, million dollars, and you're and you're having him pass ten, ten times. times. And what they want to handle in it. the world is going on? But uh, really looking forward to Atlanta. Not I used to love the Sunday night football game. No, I hate it now. I can't stand it. It's you're waiting all day, <laughs> so and then long. you're up till three in the morning, yeah. and then you have to work the next day. It's not as fun yeah. as it used to be. Especially if they lose, if they lose, well, in then Atlanta. it's like oh god, then it's just a disaster. Uh, but you know, I I think there was plenty of the things to nitpick, and I'm sure we will get into that on Tuesday or Wednesday as uh, the Cowboys just tied it up. So Blake Jarwin, this might be a Come barn on. burner down in Irvin, Texas. Uh, but. A phenomenal display from Carson Wentz today uh, after coming back. Doug, Deshaun, Alshon, and then trying to figure out the running backs moving forward is, I think, our biggest takeaways here. And I think it's, you know, uh, only uh, fitting that, like, this type of game happened because we're all way too pumped up and we we not basically, just down a peg for a minute which yeah, is good yeah, we needed it we needed it like during the entire time like ah we could break down matchups but who really cares this is it's what happens when matter. i've been saying super bowl since may it's yeah. like yo buddy chill chill a little bit <laughs> all right just a little bit but uh any any final takeaways from you here james honestly like we said i think the biggest takeaway for me is is it was don't panic i know there was time right. panicking but like what we saw in the second half is what this team is. That's what I believe. I am. I literally am throwing that first half out the window. That was the preseason. That was what it was. I feel really good about what we saw in the second half. Again, Washington's bad. It's hard to take too much away from it. Right. But I think that seeing them respond to adversity already early on and seeing how they handled it, how they stuck to what they do, and how they were able to move the ball at will after that, I just, I honestly, for a, a game where I thought they would wallop Washington, a game they won by five points in yeah. the end. 
I feel really good about it. Yeah, me too. And uh, hopefully uh, everybody else does this week and we can get into a lot as the birds are 1-0 and, and that's Thank all God. you can really Thank just God. Say. All right, who cares how it got done? And it got done in a... In, in a pretty fancy fashion, to be honest, if yeah, you just hey, look at that second half of the football. So um, we're excited that the uh, season starts out with a win. We hope you guys are, too. And we'll have a lot more takes, content, and so much more as this week kind of progresses along. Thanks for everybody. Uh, to uh, We're doing this now, too. I just want to remind everybody that you can watch the game with Ooh, us every buddy. single time. Well, mostly every single time, unless we're at some crazy event or whatever. But... Uh, we'll have this up and streaming and ready to go. So come join us on Periscope, either with me, with James, uh, with Elliot, or on the Go Birds Pod page at Go Birds Pod, and we'll have uh, just a, a wonderful time of hooting and hollering. And hopefully, we do something stupid and it goes viral on the internet because oh, we're, we're not recording all the reactions. Let's say so. we're not with that. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, the birds are winning, and uh, hopefully, it continues down in Atlanta for James Seltzer. I'm John Barcher. This has been. Go Birds podcast number 108. A victory party right here. Radio.com and Sports Radio 94 WIP. Go Birds!